0: This week's Parsha is Parsha Svayetze, and it's a continuation of the stories of our oves and Imois, of our patriarchs and matriarchs. Um, and we already mentioned in the past, a number of times, that what the Ramban says, that all of the stories that happen with our oves, all the story of these parshias are all part of the idea of Maisa Oves Simen Labonim, that what happened to them is a sign, is a indicator, and empowering to us in our own avodah and our own life stories, because being that they are they are our forefathers, <coughs> again the Aves and the Mois So what they whatever they um, they did and went through is indicative of what we will go through, and has so many messages and empowerments for us as well. So the story of ayitse, really the the entire parsha, is the story of the descent of Yaakov from Israel from Sheva where he lived with his father and mother Yitzchak and Rivka. And Yaakov leaves Israel, a place of holiness, and goes to um, Haran, which is a very um, immoral place and deals with immoral people and dishonest people. Um, and this entire parsha is where he is. It's a story of his going there and being there and the 20 years that he spent there. And then heading back when he finishes there um, and coming back or heading back to the land of Israel to his parents. According to the teachings of Chesidus, this whole story of Yaakov's descent from Israel to Haran is really the story of the descent, or the different types of descents, that every person or all people go through. Um, And to look at it from a general perspective, there's three basic types of descent that we are all part of and that we all know. One is the idea of our soul descending into our bodies. Our soul is divine, it's part of Hashem, and before it comes into our body, um, it has an entirely and fully spiritual existence, um, exo- enjoying spirituality and its closeness and relationship with its source, which is Hashem. But the soul um, leaves all of that and comes down into a very physical and very materialistic world and encloses itself in a very physical and materialistic body, and that's where the soul spends the entire life span of a person. So that's the first descent that each and every one of us is um, has and, and goes through the second descent is the descent of the jewish people into golus into exile right there was a time when we had a big mikdash we had a holy temple we had a much greater level of revealed divinity we had great um, tzaddikim and prophets and so on and so forth and then we were exiled and now we are still very much so in this exile Um, where we don't have that level of revelation and that holy temple and so on and so forth. So that's the general descent of the Jewish nation into exile. So that's descent number two. Descent number three is everyone's personal life story, where we go through so many different periods and episodes, and many times we have to spend time or place or involvement in something that feels like a descent, a place where we would rather not be be it that it's not a holy place, it's not a good place, it's not a happy place, it's, again, it's not what we're looking for, and we're forced into this descent, if you will. And that's a pers- the personal yiridois, or the personal descents that we go through in life. So all of these three descents, <clears throat> again, the general descent of the soul into the world, the descent of the Jewish people into Galos, into exile, and our personal descents throughout life, where we're forced to spend periods of time involved in places or areas that we don't want to, all of these are alluded to, the, or, or hinted to, and are, is all part of the Misa of Simila of Parshas Vayetze, when Yaakov Avinu, this tremendous sadek who lives in Israel, by tremendous Sadiq and by Yitzchak and Rivka, um, descends into this country or land of Haran for 20 years, working with, again, immoral and dishonest people. So, there's got to be many messages there for our three types of descent as well, and of course there are. I want to focus quickly on a couple of basic messages here. Message number one is that though Haran was a descent, though Haran wasn't Israel and wasn't holy and the people he was involved with weren't as holy, yet that's where Yaakov succeeded. And that's where Yaakov built his family, that's where he married, and that's where he was able to have the tribes, which are the foundation of the Jewish people. That's also where he became very wealthy, as the Torah tells us in this week's Parsha. So the very obvious and basic idea there is that though we do go through descent on all of those levels that we mentioned, but we have to understand that our greatest success and our greatest achievements and accomplishments are specifically through those descents and in those areas of descent and by involvement in those areas and situations that we descend to. So instead of being downcast or saddened by descent, we have to understand that descent is there as a catalyst for growth, for gain, both physically and spiritually. So that's message number one. Message number two is that what forced yaakov to do this descent what forced him out of israel to go to haran so that's the story of last week's parsha, where he gets into this really major um fight with his brother esav and his brother esav wants to kill him actually and therefore yaakov really is fleeing towards haran when he goes there um so really there seems to be like a technical external reason that forces him into this descent yet when we see this story in entirety we know That really, the reason he had to descend there is because that's where he had to be married, and that's where he was going to have his children, and that's where his wealth was to be found. So the message being that many times, although we might think, and externally, that there's a very technical reason that's forcing us into somewhere, but we know and believe that Hashem, who's orchestrating the world, um, has a much deeper and greater reason why we're making that descent and we have a mission to accomplish there, and our gains are to be found there. So though we might think, oh, I'm only here because of ABC, and I wish ABC would not have happened, we have to understand that ABC are only an external reason. They're only what pushed us into it, but there's really a much deeper and greater reason why we come there. And there's so many stories, and if we think into our own life story, we can we can find in our own story that many times, we thought we were doing something just for an external reason that we would rather Uh, May not have happened, and then we find out that there's really a much greater and deeper reason and meaning for us being in any given situation. So that would be level, uh, that would be message number two. Message number three is sometimes when we're forced into a certain situation or a certain place or a certain job or a certain involvement or whatever it is, being that we didn't choose to be there, so we only perform there half heartedly. After all, this was not my choice. This is not what I really want to be doing or the place that I really want to be. And Yaakov Avino had every reason to think that as well. Again, this is not the place that he was looking for. This is not what he wanted. So one would think that when he was there, he would just do what he got to do just to you know, just to, to fulfill his uh, obligations. Yet we find that Yaakov Avino worked for 20 years for his, uncle, for his brother-in-law and uncle. I'm sorry, uncle and father-in-law, Lavan, um, and Yaakov says, And Yaakov describes in this parsha in detail how he put all of his en- efforts and all of his energies into doing a perfect job. And here we have another very important message, and that is, for whatever reason we are somewhere, and again, we may not have made the choice to be there, it's incumbent upon us to understand we have a mission there and we have what to accomplish there, and to throw ourselves into it wholeheartedly and to do our job to perfection and to fulfill what we have to do and our obligations and responsibilities, never in a half-hearted, uh, in a half-hearted way, but rather to be fully engaged and fully involved in the missions that Hashem gives us in life. And I would say that's lesson number three over here. And finally, lesson number four is we have to understand that wherever we go, in whatever situation, <coughs> we have divine Assistance and protection. And both in the beginning of this week's Parsha as well as in the end of this week's Parsha, in other words, both when Yaakov is on the way out to Haran as well as when he's on the way back to Israel, Yaakov talks about angels that were going to, that he was seeing and that were accompanying him. Um, in the beginning of the Parsha, Yaakov famously um, leaves uh, Israel and is on the way out and he sleeps and he dreams and he dreams of the great ladder and he says angels of God were ascending and descending the ladder and as Rashi tells us from the Midrashim that there's the angels of Israel and there's the angels that are outside of Israel so as Yaakov is leaving Israel the angels of Israel are ascending the ladder going back to Hashem and the angels that were sent to accompany him outside of Israel were coming down to help him indicating, again, we have, wherever we are, we have divine assistance, and we have divine protection. So when we're in Israel, we're in our, we're in our, when we are in our high points and high places, um, we have the divine assistance of high points and high places, and when we're forced to descend into various places or situations, we have special angels that are sent out there in order to protect us and assist us wherever we are. At the end of the parsha, when Yaakov is on the way back to Israel, again, Yaakov says... Um, that as he's coming back to Israel, as he's uh, or leaving Haran, that the angels of Hashem again come to greet him. And again Rashi tells us from the Medrash that the angels from outside of Israel were going to return now to heaven, and he, the angels of Israel were coming out to greet him and bring him back home. So both in the beginning of our first stages of our descent, as well as when we conclude whatever particular mission, we are going to be surrounded by those angels that are sent to assist and guard us. Um, One final point, uh, a very beautiful point, is in contrasting the two uh, meetings with the angels. So when he's on the way out of Israel, the angels from Israel are already ascending the ladder. And the angels of Chutzlar, of outside of Israel, are coming down, which means the angels of Israel did not step outside of Israel. So Yaakov is still in Israel, and the Israeli, so to speak, angels already are ascending to heaven. When he's on the way back, he's still outside of Israel, and already the angels of Israel are coming out to greet him. So they're leaving Israel and coming to him where he is outside of Israel. And that's an interesting contrast. Um, again, at the beginning of the Torah portion, the angels of Israel stayed in Israel and ascended to Hashem as ya- before Yaakov left the, the land. Um, on the way back at the end of the parsha, the angels of Israel, the holy angels, did come out of Israel in order to greet him. And the question is why? So very short an idea, and that is because... By Yaakov being outside of Israel and doing his mission and job there, he brought sanctity, he brought Kedusha to out the places where he was as well. And he made them fit that even the holier angels of Israel should be able to come there, be able to feel at home there, be able to visit and greet him there. Which tells of our impact on the places that we are brought to. We have, we go through these different types of descent and we're involved in different types of things, but when dealing with them positively, when being ambassadors of Hashem, of holiness, of goodness, of kindness, wherever we are, what we're actually doing is elevating and refining those places, making them a place that's fit even for the angels of Israel. So, in very, very short, the five messages that we that we learned from the descent. The first message is that descent is really a catalyst for growth, for success. The second point is that even when the descent seems to be forced by an external reason, we know and understand that that's merely an external reason. There's really a deeper, there's really a deeper meaning um, and need for us to be there. Message number three is that wherever, in whatever circumstance, wherever we are brought, we should never do our, our missions half-heartedly, but devote ourselves entirely to them. Message number four is that wherever we are, we have angels and divine help and assistance um, in, in guarding us and helping us to be successful where we are. And number five is that by doing our Aveda, by doing what we have to do in the places that we are, we're actually able to refine and elevate those places, bringing the Kedush of Israel, the Kedush of Hashem to every place that we come